come on down to sunny Tampa Bay, Florida, where you can enjoy one visit to Busch Gardens with a single-day admission ticket discounted now from $109.99 to $84.99 a ticket. However, don't stop there. No, no. You can get an all-day dining deal for free if you choose to pay the regular price of $109.99 a ticket. It doesn't come with a discounted single-park ticket. There are also options for two-park and three-park tickets. Kids eat free every day, ages 3 to 9, one kid per adult only. And if you stay at the hotel, you can eat one meal per day for free. So come on down to Bush Gardens. And how did this all get started, you might be wondering? Well, it was 60 years ago in sunny Tampa, Florida where Busch Gardens amusement parks were initially developed as marketing vehicles for Anheuser-Busch, and they featured hospitality houses with samples of Anheuser-Busch products. They also included stables that housed many of the company's Clydesdale horses, which have been associated with Anheuser-Busch since 1933. Eventually, rides and attractions were added to the parks over time and were developed into full-time theme parks while still promoting Anheuser-Busch. Busch Entertainment Corporation, now called SeaWorld Parks and Entertainment, was created as a subsidiary of Anheuser-Busch companies to run the various parks in 1959. In 2009, InBev, the new owners of Anheuser-Busch, sold the amusement parks to Blackstone Group. Blackstone has kept some of the popular traditions, including a stable with Clydesdales. However... The Clydesdales are not affiliated with the beer company. The very beer company, of which we're drinking today, the second most popular beer that AB InBev produces, that's right, folks, Bush Beer. You know, Joe, I always learn something from you. Yeah, I bring it every day. You bring it. A deep wealth of knowledge is why listeners tune in. Look, I I do a little research beforehand. I get on... I can't blame you for doing a little research. I'm able to use a computer. That's what the show... Yeah. You can get on Google. That's Uh, what the show is known for, is our research. I guess I could use Google. I should use Google. I've been doing it all wrong. (laughs) You big Bing guy. Get your Bing rewards points. I'm a huge Bing guy. Hmm. Have we talked about this on the show that you literally used to? I don't know if you still. I do. think we've talked about it, you but st- not got, a while. you got your Bing points. I still get Bing points daily. Do you? It's a way cash to catch up on the news. Yeah, you can get gift cards, Amazon.com, Amazon. Walmart.com. After like a few days, or sorry, a few months worth of Bing. Yeah, probably a few weeks of like serious. All I do, I honestly use Bing for like news headlines. Sure. Because they make it easy. It's just like all the hot stories of the day. They make you it can easy. Click on them. Get five points each time. Don't read it. Click on it. <laughs> and I'm cashing hours. in five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and on an hourly rate, this is not good work, but I enjoy it. But it's Lord's work. And yes. It's what you were called it's to this on, earth to it's do. It's an honest day's work. Well, we're back. Speaking of an honest day's work, that's not a segue, but we are back. We're back. Speaking of an honest day's work, it's after Labor Day hey, here. Now. And we've taken quite a bit of yeah, time my off. My skin's still white. Can't oh, wear white true. after Labor Day. Yeah, but you do every Rebel. day. Your white ass is the same every day of the year, <laughs> uh, which I see often, unfortunately. Did you know that SeaWorld was owned by Anheuser-Busch? I did not know that. A That's a bummer. Of yeah, APM makes it even more of a bummer. Until they I sold thought it. SeaWorld is done. What do you mean? Oh, because we, we've canceled We decided it that, yeah, we've publicly? canceled SeaWorld. I, As we it should. It still exists. It sucks. I mean, it still exists. So do all zoos. I get that it's like 
this is an awareness thing. Maybe little kids can grow up to be marine biologists because they went to SeaWorld as a tyke. And yeah. they can save countless whales rather than Shamu suffering or whatever. Right. So these these some of these whales suffer for the good of everyone. Um, In theory. But sea- it's still cruel, and I I would not support it. Um, SeaWorld's publicly traded. Oh, wow. Did, are you going to buy some stock? I'm looking at— Should I open the Robin Hood app? I'm lo- well, I'm looking right now. They're at $28 a share. Uh, if I Higher look at, like, Uber. their five-year— I mean, they plummeted, you're right, in 2017. Is that when we canceled it? God, that seems like the tail end of canceling it. So, I mean, th- their stocks are where they— they're basically where they were in 2014. They haven't really done much. They plummeted okay. in 2014. Maybe that's when we canceled SeaWorld five years ago, and then they went sort of back up. SeaWorld. The C stands for canceled. Wow, yeah, the C word for SeaWorld. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty good, too. Thank you. You were gonna you, you were batting your eyes like you were about to dismiss it. How's no, Bush Light? No, I wasn't. I was just thinking about it. It was pretty good. It's not Bush Light. It's regular Bush. It's Bush Heavy. Yeah, bush heavy. Yeah, it's fine. It tastes a lot like bush light. Yeah, I don't know if I like. I don't know if I've ever, I've had a lot of bush heavies in my life. Yeah, probably not. We experienced the same when we had what Coors Banquet beer. Like, haven't had a lot of that. Yeah, you just never. But it's you solid. never pick that out because it's so. It's just. It's it in an in between territory. Yeah, yeah, where you're not saving calories and it also tastes like piss. Right. So and what's the point? So yeah, you might as well save the calories. It is, as I said in the opener. So it was introduced in 1955 as Bush Bavarian beer. Then in 1979, they cut out the Bavarian. <laughs> I can't sell, baby. Uh, and then that obviously- would, Yeah, you'd think the German aspect would be looked down on more in 1955 than no, they were fine in 79. <laughs> There's a resurgence of Bavarian hate. <laughs> as soon as World War II ended, we're like, we're, we, our clients, they love it. Yeah. It's like the hipster move to now be uh-huh. in support of the Germans after. But in 79, we, we drop it. Get rid of it. Yep. We have to show solidarity with uh, Vietnam. So anyway, beers marketed- This is a history podcast. Obviously, there were many beers under this Bush umbrella, Bush Light, which we just talked about. There's Bush Ice. There's Bush N.A. Um, but it's a slightly lower price point than the flagship brand of Budweiser, and it is mm-hmm. AB's second most popular brand to this day. So- I don't think I ever put it together that Bush and Bud were made by the same company. Like, yeah. I don't think I associate that in my mind. They just seem like competitors to me, which I guess they are. But yeah, you're right; the they same company. they separate them into two different price tiers. Yeah, and I, I and Bud Light and Bush Light are kind of direct competitors. Yes, but similarly to the the heavy versions of the beer, like they're still just like Bud Light's kind of killing Bush Light. Yep, I, I don't it gets yeah, all I, the ad campaigns too. They don't really market them. They're really marketed. They're meant to be the same people drinking both of those beers, but mm-hmm. they they kind of cannibalize each other. How strange! It is strange, but I mean, in your view, is Bud Light like if Bud Light cost a dollar twenty five and Coors or a Bush Light cost a dollar? Which one would you get? Uh, Bush Light. I don't. I don't care. So I just you think they taste the same. Whatever's the cheapest. Okay. Yeah. I don't think anyone has a quality advantage. This tastes fine too. Bush heavy. I mean, Bush. All, AB InBev also owns um, a ton of right natural. They own Natty Light. So th- th- they Which, own everything. Popular that's demand will be on this podcast. <laughs> well, I, you've been touting it for a while. We can't find can't it. Find it. <laughs> it's not in the yeah nine eight one two two area code for sh- or zip code for sure. 
possibly not in the 206 area code. Well, I would encourage anyone that has access to natural light to write the 98122 zip code on a package and send us <laughs> natural light so we can review it because we can't find it here. Pay $30 for shipping on a $4 six-pack. <laughs> well, hey, us. it's better than the cost of a plane ticket for us to get it. Hey, hey, now, I'll tell you what. The cost of plane tickets these days. Oh, it's too much. Um, On uh, the subject of Bud Light, actually, I mm-hmm. saw... In the news, I was probably on Bing.com. Yeah. Saw in the news that they, they're getting sued again about the whole no corn syrup uh, fiasco. Because, like, Why apparently no beers have. I know. they The brands the brands got their little panties in a bunch. Yeah. And their pantaloons in a bunch. Um, so what, what happened here? So Bud Light ran a Super Bowl commercial that said no corn syrup. Right. Yep. Implying that other beers do have corn syrup in their beers, and they don't. Oh, so no one does. People brew with corn, whereas Bud Light is brewed with like rice. I believe that's the main difference. Okay, so they say corn syrup. They should have said like not brewed with corn. But they were piggybacking on the negative connotation of of corn corn syrup. syrup. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess because saying we're not brewed with corn, everyone's eyes are going to glaze over. I I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't care. Yeah. Huh. Man. And I bet it'll really put a dent in AB InBev's bottom line. <laughs> I know, lawsuit. they're getting more free press from the like <laughs> exactly. constant lawsuits with Miller Coors. It's insane. It's So Anheuser-Busch, which I believe does not, does Anheuser-Busch, that brews Budweiser, right? Yeah, yeah. That's not the InBev about. side of things. But Anheuser-Busch is a wholly owned subsidiary by AB, in, Anheuser-Busch well, InBev. Yeah, it's the AB of... Of AB, I, well, yeah, I understand, which makes $54 billion a year revenue. <laughs> that is ludicrous that that's possible. Their total assets are $232 billion. Um, and they have 182,000 employees. And so they AB create InBev's, American jobs. AB InBev's wholly owned subsidiaries are Anheuser Busch, InBev, AmBev, and Grupo Modelo. Oh, okay. So what did InBev make? Why are they, why do they get the big, like, they're right Were they next just a to, distributor? Well, they bought Anheuser-Busch. They were a brewing company. Okay. Ah, no, no. They were a brewing company that resulted from the merger between Belgian-based company Interbrew and Brazilian brewer Ambev, which took place in 2004. So when those two breweries merged, they somehow got, that, that was worth enough money to purchase Anheuser-Busch, which then, man. then when they merged, so this like, it's like in uh, the latest season of Stranger Things when this like that slop creature was getting bigger and bigger. Oh, right. So when the all slop, the townspeople were yeah right morphing when, into it. When AB InBev became a bigger slop creature, mm-hmm. they were able to buy SAB Miller for a hundred and seven billion dollars, mm-hmm. which caused SAB Miller to cease trading on global stock markets. So now the company is called Anheuser-Busch InBev SA slash NV, which was- That's the full proper title. Which they, yeah, they sold the Miller Coors Beer Company to Molson Coors, as we've talked about before. Right. Which, and sold many of the European brands, actually, to Asahi Breweries. So, Jesus Christ. So InBev, the the company that was able to purchase Anheuser-Busch, their brands that had enough weight behind them to be bigger than Budweiser, Bush, all that, mm-hmm. were Beck's- Brahma, Corona, Leffa, and Stella Artois. So worldwide, that had more cachet than Anheuser-Busch. That's yeah, and it was probably an older company, mm-hmm. you know, like had more assets. Yeah. Yeah, it is surprising, though. 
and now, I mean, I guess I don't know which area of the world drinks the most beer per capita, but I know it's falling in the U.S., so maybe that's why all these companies oh, had yeah. to go international. I mean, maybe, yeah. It's just shocking that all of the beer production in the world is now one fucking company. <laughs> like, well, they sold it. Two they sold Miller Coors. Yeah. They, yeah, they took what they wanted and then sold the scrap to Molson yeah. Coors. That just I doesn't guess, make any sense. Right, right. It's insane. But at the same time, this has coincided with the, like, craft brew kind of uh, bulge. Actually, sure. That was what I wanted to say. <laughs> wow. And I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, the, the craft cra- brew bulge. So when the craft brew bulge happened, they basically put a united front that said all mass market bullshit is going to battle craft breweries. Mm-hmm. So, so it seems like the monolith, it's David and Goliath type of war. Yeah. All you little mom and pop shops are going to take on me, Anheuser-Busch InBev. Mm-hmm. Good fucking luck, buckos. But they did pretty well. The bulge is still happening. Yeah. Still bulging. And then they reach the dream and get bought out by AB InBev. Yeah, I mean, or yeah. something. Unfortunately, that's probably the goal for most of these. Mm-hmm. But you see, I guess you see it in every industry. Like totally. Amazon against everyone mm-hmm. in the world that they're competing against now. Well, and like T-Mobile and Sprint or something yeah. are merging. It's Yeah, it happens all the time. But the difference there is like... There's not mom and pop cell phone shops, like or, or sorry, cell data shops, because like Cellcom clearly clear, the best. Well, it is clearly the best. But uh, do they have Matt Lafleur doing it now? You think? Oh, Packers they, coach. They better. It, he probably costs double what like Mike McCarthy. Yeah, he's costs too them. hot to be in a cellcom. He ad. is. He is. They got to up their marketing, um, their, their budget. Uh, but you can't like lay down cable. You and I couldn't go start a cellular cellcom company. Right. Right. We would have to it's like because the FCC's corrupt and they won't sell us the bandwidth. I've tried. God knows, I've tried. <laughs> You've tried to purchase bandwidth on the open market. I have. <laughs> Every time it comes up for sale, I mortgage my kids' college fund. Yeah, you've been doing this for a long time. I have, and it's the only reason you still come back to the studio to produce another episode of Cold Candy yep. after all this time off. Yep. Should we address that? Has anything happened? Since the last, last time we released month? an episode, about a month. I mean, I'm sure, but life moves at such a breakneck pace. I don't forget, or I don't remember what happened. You don't remember yesterday. what you forgot. Hey, now I don't even forget what I remember. <laughs> Both those Wait. things logically would have to be true. <laughs> you can't remember what you forgot, and you can't forget what you remember. However, um, the <laughs> the I agree with that. We need to be more present. We've talked mm. about this before. I've been doing some. Uh, Guided meditation. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, headspace action? Yeah, I bought it. I, I, I paid for the, the year. Mr. Glockefeller. That's not, that's not what it's about. It's about, no, kidding. it's a very- yeah, what is it? $30 or something? Yeah, for a year. Yeah. Uh, and it's they have a freemium model, which is pretty restrictive. You really can't use much of it unless you yeah, pay. Right. So it made sense. Although I am all for paying to eliminate ads. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We only have so much time on this. If the Spotify ad played at the, yeah, front of this episode, I talk (laughs) about that. So people skip the Spotify ad, but also know that in there, I skewer the ad industry. Don't skip the ad, though. I mean, listen listen to it and then go and sign up. get paid. (laughs) But... No, I mean, seriously. Yeah. Because it's not just time wasted watching it. We were talking about this recently. We were watching TV. What mm-hmm. were we watching? The Badger game. Oh, the first Badger football game yep. of the year. It's kind of the first time both of us had been exposed to advertisements in a long time. Mm-hmm. It's shocking. They scream at you. Yeah. And it not only takes up time, and it's an astounding amount of time for watching a sports game. Yeah, like it almost seems like equal time now that the game's 50/50? on and that the commercials are on. I yeah. wonder what it is. I bet it's like 
it's probably not 50-50, but I bet it's like no. 30 to 40% ad time. And we were watching it on a like streaming service, so it's the same ads every time. I think that was part of the problem. They still haven't figured that out. It's insane to it. me. I don't get ESPN, it. If you're ESPN, you really only have six revolving ads. Streaming is killing the cable market, and yeah. you haven't. you have two people working on the ad platform. Yeah. Up, uh, I don't know. I'm sure cable is just that entrenched that mm-hmm. it like, you know, they can demand more money for those. Yeah, and like half of their ads are just internal ESPN ads. It's like catch right. Mike and Mike in the morning. It, hey, it's insane. They're not together anymore. Oh, they're not? Big fallout. Wow. Falling out. Which one of them did one of them get canceled? We've been talking about this beer a lot, Joey. More than we've talked about beers in recent I was just going to say we went off on a whole tangent and haven't been talking about it. Very well, we much. talked about ads for a little bit, but that was all based on talking about mergers and acquisitions. Yeah, I love talking about mergers and acquisitions <laughs> because it's so fucking not just insane, but just silly to me. It's mm-hmm. silly that like we care about anything because it's all just like one company force feeding all of this garbage to us. Mm-hmm. And I love, I, I embrace Americana. I like. I like chain restaurants. We've talked about the Doughboys a lot in this podcast. They're kind of the same way. I like that stuff. But yeah. it's it it's silly to me that, like, everybody, I don't know. Well, it's funny, too, how we, like, keep going down the same paths of, like, okay, we've recognized monopolies are bad for people overall. But then each time there are steps yeah. taken towards a monopoly, we're like, oh, well, these reasons are, like, we can cut costs on this and this and this and, like, this and this and this. And every time it's, like, we forget that. Oh yeah, monopolies are bad. That's right. Yeah, that's, this oh, that's will right. eventually bite us in the ass. But every time it's like it's a temporary think sale. Of, yeah, think of the lowered costs. Right. Amazon will provide everything for me. Healthcare, <laughs> groceries. Now that Love. Time Warner owns it all, yeah. if I subscribe to AT and T, my I'm saying I get five percent off a month because Con- I am all on AT and T. It's important that all of these are under Spectrum brands. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, I've struck a nerve. You're benefiting. Spectrum the whole benefits. Spectrum of brands. Yeah, I mean, at least they put it right in their name. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think it's insane. I think it's insane that one beer company has two hundred and thirty-two billion dollars in assets. Yeah, that just is absurd because it's just the whole world market, basically. Mm-hmm. And here we are sitting here drinking Bush, and it, here, it's yeah. pretty good. It's brewed in the USA. It says it right there. Mm-hmm. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. It is? Oh, I guess it is brewed in, St. brewed in St. Louis. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Is it fine or what? It tastes like beer. Like we've yeah. said that about different beers before. It's not great. I like that there's not skunkiness in Bush. It, it has like a light beer cleanness to it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have the wateriness that a lot of light beers have. Um, it, yeah. Yeah, like even Coors Original kind of had like a little funk to it, and obviously mm. we've had things like like Tecate did, uh, Blatz of course, and Schlitz those yeah, kind of beers Qingdao. do. Yeah, Qingdao, and then and then this one's like this one's I think the cleanest of the bunch. Like I I really enjoy it, and my I'm I'm like I don't know three quarters of the way through, and it's uh it's still okay, like even as it's warming up. It's not bad. It's making me a little burpy, mm. but. All beer does. That's to be it? expected. Yeah. What kind of water Carbonated, you got here? Carbon, well, this is just, I refill this water bottle. I've been using this for about so it's like six a, months. It's like a status statement, though, that people 
that see you with it think that it's this high end. Mm-hmm. So Nick's got I like bought this on sale. Nick's got the most expensive water you can buy. I would have to. This think. is what is br- it called? This is bottled right here in Bothell. Oh, it's a local brand. Yeah, water oh. bottle. It's my water bottle. Well, that's pretty it's called good. Essentia, and it's overachieving H two O. So here's so how the is it here's the rack. They say they ionize it <laughs> to get it to a high pH, which means it's alkaline. Make because it sick. Some people no <laughs> drink a battery acid. Some people believe that the acidity of our blood and our bodies is what causes illness, and so uh. introducing alkalinity into it helps. Offset that. What is your draw to pseudoscience? What is it that you like? About I'm not it? saying I believe that that's true of this. I just like how this tastes. I know, I know. That's what you like about all the pseudoscience. And it was on sale. <laughs> well, I know you're drawn to that pseudoscience. I think you you're drawn to it. You're drawn to pseudoscience and astrology because I think they recognize that the human brain is more powerful than anything else. That it's like a wow. supercomputer. How and so? it can benefit from, even if there's no like empirical evidence that, you know, kombucha, sure, makes you healthy. Sure, if you're drinking it and you believe it's making you healthy and it makes you feel better, there are benefits there. That sort of thing. No one's arguing. Like, that. That's the basic thing I'm saying. But uh, my, oh, okay. So you, that's why you're drawn to these products. Are you also drawn, like, with like a morbid curiosity to pseudoscience? Like, I'm drawn. I, I'll give you where I'm going with this. Because I wonder if it's the same attachment you have to these things. Lead me. I like looking into conspiracy theory stuff. Uh-huh. When like there's a documentary on Netflix about some conspiracy thing, like if aliens, I'm all in. Um, <laughs> yeah. Government stuff, I'm kind of in. That I don't know. That stuff just I fade fast. I, I, I how come? Because um, you're getting tracked. Because you looked at it. There's no answers, and um, it's a lot easier to spin bullshit than with alien stuff Hmm. alien stuff almost always just ventures into isn't it fun to think about what's out there yeah whereas and the like eyewitnesses are willing to talk because they're all like yeah a little it's a little more light they're not the like high-powered elites of our society exactly yeah yeah, yeah. it's so it's a little more lighthearted. it's a little more like fun and it's it's for for that reason like it just it feels like it's actually a little bit more serious whereas government stuff like Everyone it, like it's ruining people's lives, and everybody's yeah, yeah. very it's upset about the world. it. Yeah, yeah. And, and and not that I'm doubting that they don't happen. It's not that there's a conspiracy up in Obama's penthouse, but I I don't nice. I don't float necessarily it, into that. Well. It's been a while. Uh, it's been a while, uh, but I don't necessarily uh, buy into any of this stuff. But I always love it. I love consuming it. Okay. I love alien stuff. I'm all in. I also love like religious stuff, like way out there religions. I, mm. I, I like I love watching like a Scientology documentary and stuff like that. Okay, you like the analysis of them. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Practice. Uh, scam artists, snake oil salesmen. I just get drawn to that stuff. Okay. Are you drawn to things with dubious scientific claims, <laughs> or do you like to buy into the dubious scientific claims, knowing that they may or may not be true, because of the placebo effect that you described? Well, that's the problem, right? Is like if you actually deep down believe they don't do anything, then you're not receiving the benefits of the placebo effect. So you do you you gotta buy into it. I think you gotta buy into it. I but that's also the thing is yeah 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 for sure for sure. I don't fully buy into them. I think. Hmm. So then why bother? What am like? What are the things that I bother with so much that are pseudoscience based? It's not suicide is a strong word. I was kind of saying that as like a. 
a catch-all? As, as, as a joke or whatever. Yeah, as okay. a catch-all. But, like, you're always talking about, you'll be like, I read, I'll be like, Nick, why are you standing on your head or whatever? And you'll be like, I read an article that said that you stand on your head and, like, I don't know, your your gut health gets better uh-huh. because it mixes Not true. It'll, it mixes that'll the upset bacteria. My <laughs> it mixes my the bacteria. <laughs> it mixes the GERD. <laughs> a concrete mixer of the GERD. <laughs> And and then, but I know you don't believe it. And then, like you know, you're, you, I think, you kind of move past it. You like sure. dabbling in it. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, at. I think it's the experimentation or the like. Oh yeah, I'll give that a try aspect yeah. of it. I wish but, I had a little more of that. Like, sure. open, it's it's almost open mindedness. Yeah. Which I I need like a I do need the barrier of like you really got to prove it to me. Like you got to pretty much sell right. it to me. Maybe that's the fundamental difference. Is that yeah. I like fundamentally I want to believe. Most people who are talking to me are like, they're not trying to bullshit me. And if they're telling me that, like, I felt this from doing that, Mm -hmm. I'll be like, okay, I'll give it a try and see if I also feel that. I think that's where I'm coming from. Like, I I don't, I'm not immediately skeptical, I guess. I'm like, oh, huh, that's interesting. I'm immediately skeptical until you tell me something that makes sense. Sure. If it doesn't make sense and I'm asking, and I might not be asking the right questions, which is a problem with that way of thinking, Mm -hmm. my way of thinking. But if I'm asking questions like, you know, just what do you mean by this? And there's not really an answer. I go, ah, look, I'm sorry. You're full of shit. Yeah. Until somebody can explain this to me. Yeah. I need to understand everything before I try it. And I think in all fairness, the more I live and do more of that experimenting, I am seeing that most people are just full of shit. And yeah. the Snake thing is salesman. like, people just love to say like, oh, this did this, like th- this simplified thing. Yeah. They don't put any thought into it. Right. Whereas, like, I would put a lot of thought into th- saying that. Well, you're like, I would have to do a lot of things and experience, like, the actual benefits of it to actually say it for a yeah. long. You're yeah, searching yeah. for the truth, and a lot right. of people are like, you know what? I'm happy buying into this alternate reality, which isn't really the truth, but it satisfies what I'm looking for, and that can lead you down again a very dangerous path where you're not yeah. actually experiencing doing or. Or making progress toward the person or whatever you, you want to be, you're you're, you're, you're just buying an, stuff. Yeah, you're just an MLM uh, oh mom on what multi level marketing. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. On Facebook, right? Not just only essential oils. All right. Not only do I love to use this product, I run my own <laughs> business selling this product, and that's the beauty of it. <laughs> and if that's not enough evidence for you folks, well. You try it out. <laughs> and the product that I sell, the product that I sell is single park tickets to Bush Gardens, <laughs> sunny Tampa, Florida. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Bush heavy pseudoscience or <laughs> good? It's the real deal. Wow. Uh, let's do the beer advocate score, huh? We're getting sure. to that we, point in the episode. Yeah. Do we have any mailbag or do we do mailbags after? I feel like we do have mailbags, but now I mail? don't remember. You had one, I thought. Were there mail? I said. <laughs> um, look, at, look, I don't think so. Uh, okay, you do beer. Beer. Oh yeah, maybe there. No, there was. You got a mail. So bag? one of our one of our uh, favorite podcast clients at the studio. Yeah, he started checking out the podcast. Oh no! Did I already read this on here? No, because he did it about our most recent episode. Yeah. So he said, "This is back after our pub beer." episode yeah. oh okay so he said listening to your most recent cold cans and i mean this lovingly the lack of research you guys do is inspiring 
Uh, <laughs> and then I asked like what he, I said, I totally believe that or whatever, like what, uh, what parts in, uh, specifically. And they said he hasn't listened to all of it yet, but he was impressed that we thought, or I thought, because I remember saying this, Bend is a college town and that <laughs> Tenderel Brewery is an independent. It's owned by AB and Beth. <laughs> and then I said, get this, this is gold. I said, uh, yeah, we like to uh, bend the facts a little whoa, bit. Whoa, that is gold. Come on, come and on. That's what you that's, come to cold That's why for. you listen to this podcast. Yeah, well done. Uh, and we're trying to get him on the podcast because he's like a... Alcohol industry expert. He's a master sommelier. Uh, that's cool. I thought you were going to say he's an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't possible. know him personally. Or I don't know. All right. Well, that's very cool. Is. Hopefully, we'll be able to name drop him soon when uh, he joins the podcast. Yeah, That'd he said great. he has a beard all picked out, so we just got to find a date that works. Perfect. Um, Get our lawyers on it. Yeah, yeah, they're on it now. I see them frantically pacing like it's the New York Stock Exchange down below, and they're trying to trade uh, SeaWorld stock. Oh yeah, and SeaWorld. <laughs> All right, go for it. Beer Advocate score is 50 Ooh. or awful. Oh, that's Apparently awful? 50 is awful, yeah. They changed their ranking system twice a month. Daily? Yeah. I, it's insane. I don't understand it anymore. Okay. This is the 47,795th ranked beer on Beer Advocate. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Out of I what? know. I, out of everything. It's... An American adjunct lager, 4.3% alcohol. Okay. It has been reviewed 493 times on Beer Advocate. you see a good one? Uh, you know I don't look at these ahead of time. This is like, mm-hmm. this is the drops. This is Mitchie's Two Spoons drops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is me He's trying to He's just going to find... press play. Yeah. He doesn't even look at the runtime on those drops, I don't think. Okay, this guy, yeah. Tan Tony, <laughs> says... Uh, like Budweiser without rice and beechwood tones, predominant corn, corn and more GMO corn, great <laughs> yeast, basically undetectable hops, slight bitterness, decent session beer on a hot afternoon. Yeah. 3.11 out of five. That, that's about right. I think it's a fair review. It's extremely I, fair. I love that. And I mean, cause he's, he's got a little, little edge to him, corn, yeah. the corn boy, but then he also... Great yeast. <laughs> Basically undetectable hops. Check Slight out bitterness. the yeast on those hops. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, corn and more corn. I'm Hey, I'm all in on the corn. Put hey, corn, I'm a, corn up to my ears. Yeah. This is my corn syrup. <laughs> this would be better. Uh, great. Let's rank this bastard. Okay. Um, are the is the website up to date on the rankings? Are you going to really edit out the uh, part yes. that you said you were going to edit out? So if it's not in here, folks will know that you edited something out. Now either and I said it or you said intrigue. it. Yeah, one of us said something. All's that I Nick know, felt strong enough that he was like, "I'm editing that out." But all's none I of know us is had... the lawyer pulled on the little leash he's got around my neck when <laughs> yeah. when one of us said that, which Nick loves. <laughs> it's the whole reason he has it there. I asked. I requested it. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it's part say. of our contract. Uh, and, and, uh, speaking of the bulge, what, didn't you talk about the bulge? Oh yeah. What I, what the craft that? beer bulge. The craft beer bulge. I saw the Nick Patry bulge when the lawyer was pulling on the. That was a yeah, tall boy aluminum. <laughs> U.S. <laughs> union made aluminum can. Union made. All right. Uh, we're ranking the it. The rankings is, they are updated by the way, because pub beer is on there. Did you, I did that. I think. You must have. Wow. Thank you. 
Thank, thank you, for, you for doing it. Yeah, for that's once. what I was looking for. I was that was a demand. I was telling you to say thank you. Um, I'll tell you what tier I have it on. We can do a three, two, one. You tell me what tier you have it on, and we can argue that out. Okay. I'll lead it off. I am on beer tier, mild card. Oh, not wild, mild. Right. So right above deplorables. Right above deplorables. I'll read out the mild card rankings. Or no, it's right above olive loaf. Man, you're way up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's above Olive Wolf. Jeez Louise. So just to justify mine, and then you tell me where yours are. Now, don't conflate the taste and experience of this beer with the great conversation and sultry eye contact we've had in this episode. Do not get confused. Um, You're losing your mind if it's in mild card. I'm not conflating it with the the bulge. I'll read mild card from taint to tip, and you tell me that I'm off, off my rocker. Uh, I'll call you John Rocker is what I'll call you. Mild card is 49 to 40. There's only 10 beers in it. And here they are. From 49 to 40, it's Sierra Nevada Torpedo Extra IPA, Hams, Peroni, Corona Extra, Blatz, Coors, Blue Moon, Who Garden, Montucky Cold Snack, and Uinta Baba Black Lager. I firmly believe it belongs in there. I had a nice time drinking it. It's not skunky. Yeah, I... I was misreading the website too. I thought you were above this, but I was in in the wrong. It, it, it fits you were in the wrong. I was in the wrong. Apologize again. I'll pull on your. I'll pull on your uh, collar. Uh. Okay, but you, yeah, because it's around looking... coarse heavy. That well, makes sense. And Blatz and Corona. Okay. Well, what were, what were you thinking? Were you thinking olive loaf? Um, I was down in the deplorables. Oh, okay. Because there's like bush light and Bud Light lime down there. Rolling Rock, MVD. Bud Light Lime shouldn't be down there. I know. Bud Light How Lime did should that be number happen? one. <laughs> it's so I good. I think it must have been a period in our in our uh, the lifetime of this show where we thought we were serious for a second. Yeah. And we couldn't rate it highly. Right. I and mean, that's the whole point of the show. And I would love to know why it happened, but unfortunately, well, Bud Light Lime. Oh yeah. Me, no, I, you, me, no one out there can listen to this episode as mandated that, that's by right. that's right law. And the restraining order we have on clicking on the episode. Sorry, what were you going to say? Uh, mild card is fine, I think. Well, I, I got a spot for it. Okay, you want three, two, one it? Uh-huh. Three, two, one, 42. Mm. Okay, you have it below Blue Moon. I have it below Montucky Cold Snack. The two beers in there, you're saying these are better, I'm saying they're worse, is Who Garden and Blue Moon. Two wheat beers. Two wheat beers, and that's exactly why I had it where it was because sure. it's a very subjective thing. I, I wheat beers don't agree with me. Right. That said, Blue Moon, I don't really remember Who Garden, but but Blue Moon's is a better beer than Bush Bush, and it has a lot of good memories to me anyway, which we probably talked about in that episode. Like that was one of the first beers that I was drinking a lot of when I started. Right, and and like it's certainly for me one of the first like good beers that I yeah. was like. Like I was exposed to. to. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm good with 44. I love it. Okay. I think it's a good ranking. All right. Wow. Uh, let's fade in the music. This is always a panic right at the end because Nick doesn't have the volume right. Oh, hey, look at him with his MacBook touch slider. Hey, look at that. It hasn't Adjusting broken the yet. Volume. Oh, it, oh, I don't know what's going on. Oh, there it is. We're back. We will for sure have an episode every single week. <laughs> we have eight, seven more to go, six more to go. And on my heart and a twinkle in my eye. Bulge in your pants. We'll be back <laughs> next week. Yeah.